I always just felt like I, I just really stood out. Um, and I kind of definitely had the sense of if I was smaller, I could just shrink to fit more and I would fit in and I wouldn't be an obvious target for like name calling or bullies. Losing weight isn't easy and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real life success stories from normal everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast. I am Carl, your host, and I hope you're doing fantastic today. I'm joined by an amazing person today called Jen. And Jen recently reached out to me to see if we could perhaps work together and have a chat. And I'm so glad you did. Jen, welcome to the show. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Hello. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. And not only do you have a journey of your own that we're going to talk about, of weight loss which I'm very excited to hear but you're also working as a mindset coach if I'm correct and Mm -hmm. I find it fascinating so I mean you can probably explain what you do a lot better than I can so if if you wouldn't mind just telling us a bit about yourself and and the work that you do as a coach yeah of course so I am a a mindset and a money mindset coach for female entrepreneurs um I've been coaching for five or six years and um, I've worked with women on topics like manifestation, um, the subconscious mind, mindset work, or all as it relates to relationships with ourselves, relationships with um, our businesses, with money, um, lots of different things, but have never really applied it so much to relationship with, or successfully anyway, with, with weight and, and body image and weight loss until more recently when I've been on a weight loss journey of my own. Fantastic. And and we'll get to that shortly. And, and thank you for sharing a bit about the, the coaching that you do. And like you said, you've been doing it for the last five or six years. And I can imagine you've helped a lot of people in that time. And you, you say that with a money mindset, what, what does that involve? And, and how do you help people? Yeah, so with your money mindset, everybody has kind of almost like a default programmed position where they are based on the amount of money that they feel comfortable to have in the bank account, the amount of money that they feel comfortable to earn, um, whether or not maybe they're the highest earner in their group of friends or the lowest earner and, and things outside of that normal frequency for them can make them feel um, sometimes quite uncomfortable. And the work that I do with with women is to really take a look at where their relationship with money really began what things that they remember hearing their parents argue about when it comes to money um the dynamics of as to how money worked in the household like most people oh you know grew up hearing things like money doesn't grow on trees and as women in business who are trying to grow their own businesses and having difficult uncomfortable conversations with people about money a lot of the time um there's probably no greater industry where women are feeling like their money mindset needs work because when they're having conversations about if you want to work with me and it will cost X or if you want to buy this product that I have and it will, you know, the charge is X amount, 
people can get really, really uncomfortable with that. And it brings up a lot of stuff for them. So the work that I do with women is to really take a look at their mindset around that, their mindset around their worthiness, about how much they can, um, they can up their prices if they feel comfortable to do so, if they don't feel comfortable to do so, like how we can work on that. And really about how the mindset that you have when it comes to money, it, it, it goes so deep that from a manifestation perspective, it can actually really lead us to calling in more money or more abundance, or it can lead us to repelling it and holding it away and always just kind of scraping by and having enough. So there's, there's so much to it, but that's the work, that's the essence of the work that I do with mainly with women in my business. Thank you. And and I, I honestly find it fascinating because there's so many, I think connections that you've just mentioned there with money, especially and money is something that for good or for bad, we can't avoid. And it's there pretty much from our earliest memories. And I think as you grow into an adult, it just becomes further at the front of your mind and more important because obviously as a child, in theory, you shouldn't have to worry about money. As an adult, you are the provider. You are responsible for making sure you can buy food and making sure that you've got a home and, and everything else. And and the connection between that and your views and opinions on money having come from your childhood, I'd never really sat down and thought about. And we were just having a chat before hitting record today. And I started making connections about my relationship with money and how my home life could have impacted that. Anyway, I realize that everyone's here for a weight loss <laughs> success story, <laughs> but it's fascinating stuff. And yeah. I think I'm going to look more into your coaching. Um, because I, I think it has a place potentially as well as part of a weight loss warrior tribe and, and to help other people. And, and because a lot of my audience are female, I'm sure there's people listening to this and definitely are interested to find out more. So we'll definitely share your um, all your socials and where people can reach out to you at the end of the episode. So then that way, if anyone would like to know more about your coaching side of things, Jen, they can do. Mm-hmm. And then Fab. let's get into the the weight loss success story if that's okay yeah so tell me has weight been an issue for you had it been an issue for you for a long time is it something recent tell me about your your journey okie doke so it's funny that you phrase the question that way because I I feel like I've decided to lose weight every day of probably my adult life which is quite a long time. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I've always been on that, like today's the day, okay, this is this is what I'm gonna do. And it's never been something that I've I've just been able to to achieve. And and as a side note as well, someone who knows a lot about mindset and about the way that the, the brain works and the subconscious, I can't tell you how frustrating it's been to to not have this piece down. Um so I have been probably um a little bit overweight or more like more recently quite you know a lot more overweight um from my teenagers I've probably been dealing with like maybe 15 20 pounds like a stone or so that I would always want to get off and to me that would feel like the huge the hugest amount you know next to my my small friends and then in the last seven or eight years I had a, a really quick spell of putting on quite a lot of weight really quickly and it has just stuck with me and I have been approaching it from every kind of different angle because it's never something that I was happy or comfortable with. And 
last year, 2021, um, I really started to take a look at what my approach was around this. And I did a lot of deep work about my relationship with food and the reason why I would emotionally eat and turn to a glass of wine or two um, quite frequently or turn to like food in the cupboard or just make poor choices and kind of not be really being honest with myself about a lot of it. I did so much work. I worked with a coach. I did work on um, my relationship with that and how emotional eating was such a, a big thing for me. And I just, I healed tons of it. I healed so much of it. And then from there, I also, this is a, a bit of a, a curveball, I know, but I also um, have been under the, the process of having a diagnosis for ADHD. And last year, as I, as I realized that that's something that I was pretty sure that I was a bit of a poster child for and wanted to get help with from, from the doctors and have an official diagnosis at the age of 41, um, I really started to take a look at what things would lead people with ADHD to make successful changes if it wasn't medication so that I could get a bit of a head start. And the answer to that overwhelmingly was structure and routine and, you know, not rushing to do things really quickly and not rushing to get um, results really fast. And I realised for myself that I've been trying all of my adult life to solve a weight problem in the quickest way possible. I've been like, how fast can I get this weight off? Like if I, if I just really focus for a month, how much weight can I lose? How quickly can I do it? And I realized that I've been trying to solve a lifelong problem with a very short-term fix or a short-term solution. And from there, I was like, okay, I need to get some structure. I need to get some routine. I need to commit to this taking as long as it takes because I need to be focused on this for the rest of my life and I'm going to show myself I can do it. So I joined Slimming World for about the 15th time um, but this time just felt different and so far I am almost two and a half stone down which is 35 pounds I think and I'm probably about halfway to where I want to be. Congratulations on on the weight loss that you've achieved. It's um, especially if if it was you said the fifteenth time starting at Slimming World and yeah, it, as you know we talk about it on the episode the click. It's something internal that happens that can't be explained why it happens. I mean I think from what you've just said that you gave yourself the absolute best opportunity you could for it to happen. You kind of facilitated it by understanding. Mm-hmm more about how your brain works and and how you work as a person to then get the results that you want to get by using the the methods that would perhaps help somebody who have has ADHD Mm -hmm. so I think that's that is fascinating and was there a specific moment you you said obviously if you have tried losing weight a number of times and, and growing up you always felt you know you were probably one stone which is like 14 or 15 pounds adrift from your ideal weight or the weight that you would feel happiest at did mm-hmm. that impact your life in a negative way as you were growing up yeah absolutely because I, I've always I'm really tall as well for for a girl I'm, I'm nearly six foot tall so I always just felt like I I just really stood out um, and I, I kind of definitely had the sense of if I was smaller I could just shrink to fit more and I would fit in and I wouldn't be an obvious target for like name calling or bullies or you know 
you don't you're dealing with so much as a teenager and and you just sometimes don't always want to be front and center in scene and I wanted to shy away a lot of the time as a really shy kid um so yeah it, it's that's impacted me quite a lot and and the as I as I grew up into an adult it took a long time for me to ever have the, the confidence to start speaking in front of people and to now like I have a podcast and I put myself out there on Instagram but um it's like the, the weight thing and the wanting to to shrink down and make myself fit in and not be seen and um, stopped me doing that for such a long time and it's something that I've carried like literally carried with me for a while I think it's it's obviously quite normal and, and you say that teenage years being as difficult as they are and and you're absolutely right I, I think that all you want to do is just blend in whatever blending mm. in looks like because I think everybody's fighting their own battle of wanting to blend in and you know it's, it's a difficult moment and difficult period of years to, to go through and so if you do feel self-conscious about something or unhappy about especially with your appearance it can make it it amplifies it and and probably other people aren't paying as much attention to it as you are yourself but it's still that insecurity that that starts to build and that quite often spills into our adult life as well and um, that, that's why I ask and so yeah. for you was there a specific moment Jen where you decided right okay I'm going to lose weight again but this time it's going to be you know a successful journey or did you kind of go into it as you had with previous attempts like I would like to lose weight and, and wasn't really sure of yourself if this would be the change that you needed yeah no I think so this has been front and center of my mind for a long time and I would would kind of wake up every morning and think like today's the day I'm gonna I'm gonna change it I'm going to shift it like I'm going to stick to it I'm going to focus I'm going to commit to something and I'd start something and then I would just overwhelm myself with all the memories of last time we did that it failed and do you remember this time when it didn't work and I would overwhelm myself so much that the easiest thing to do by the end of the day was to open a bottle of wine or to reach for some food and just and like have to start again the day after and that was the that was the cycle for a long time so it's interesting like did I ever have the moment I feel like my, my whole life was that that moment of thinking I had the moment and not having the moment of fighting my brain with it but I think as I started to 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 think things were were going differently when I started to understand more in terms of what I really needed and structure and routine and the time it would take to do something and I, I realized that trying to get weight off as quickly as possible was me saying to myself this is going to be such an exhausting uncomfortable process that I just want to do it as quickly as possible and kind of like grip my teeth through it and just get the weight off and then it'll be gone and that was actually digging me deeper and deeper into a hole and that if I if I really wanted to do this I would need to be a bit more be a bit more grown up with it and be like you want to do this it's important to you you've got to make the commitment and one day I said to myself okay if you really think this ADHD thing might be a thing for you then apply what you've learned about structure and and like meet yourself where you're at there and do something where you feel like it works for you and what works for me is having something that feels structured that I can also play around with a little bit and slimming world just came into my head because I've done it that many times I know how it works and I was like 
yeah it gets a bit of a bad rap on online with some people and stuff but that structure I felt like that would really work for me because I could control you know that like the sins element and things like that and the the work that I'd done on the relationship with food just one day last summer I just kind of thought like not not like it's now or never but it's really time to try this with a different mindset and a different approach um and I, I found found a group and for the, for the first couple of weeks of me being there I was doing the old stuff I was in the old pattern of like pretending that I was doing it and like thinking even if I'm not great on my first week it'll still be okay because everyone has a big loss on week one and and I didn't and I was like oh crap right okay I actually I've not been doing the things that I've been telling myself that I'd do I told myself that I would I would stick to it and I I wouldn't kid myself with it and I really had to take a look at that and then gradually the results week on week kind of got better and better as I relaxed more into it and now it just feels more of a lifestyle than than a diet or a, a restriction for me and and I think the interesting thing is that the further you go into the journey the more you recognize it as a lifestyle however mm-hmm. One of the things that I read quite often, and I'd like to get your opinion on this, because one of the things I see is a lot of content saying, you know, this, 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 you have to make a change for the, that's going to be for the rest of your life. Or, mm. you know, you, you have to do this and change the way that you live. You can't just, you know, have a, mm-hmm. a fleeting diet and then expect everything to, to stay as it is. But for somebody who is overweight, or somebody who is overwhelmed or consumed by this feeling of unhappiness with their weight, being told that today you have to make a change that has to last, last whoop, today you have to make a change and you have to make it last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. For me, that comes across as even more overwhelming for somebody who's mm-hmm. probably not in a position to hear that. Uh, what do you mm-hmm. think? Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, I'm a very black and white person or I was when it came to this stuff. So I'd be like, okay, well, standing at the bottom of a mountain, looking up at the top, thinking, how am I going to approach this? You know, at ground zero, I'm like, that, that, that of course, that just feels exhausting to, to even think about it. So do if I'm going to look for the perfect diet, of which there is none, but this was my mindset for a long time, um, that's out. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do something where I have to, to like force myself to do something for the rest of my life. That's way too overwhelming. So I'd look for a short, quick, short-term quick fix and like, how quickly can I do this? And when people would say things like, just, you know, just move a bit more and eat a bit less. I'd be like, no, I need, I need more structure because if you, if you give me rules that can be easily kind of bended to suit people, you know, just, just move a bit more. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean like, go and pick your takeaway up instead of have it delivered does that mean like I will fi- I will find a way to <laughs> manipulate that you know and it's just like I need that I need the rules but I don't need rules that tell me that I have to eat like so many ounces of chicken and two spears of broccoli I like I don't need that I just need something that makes me feel like I can adhere to it and then I, I can make that flexible enough so it feels like this is my lifestyle now and it's easy. And you found out with a combination of Slimming World and obviously setting yourself some structure and, and giving yourself a plan, which I think is fantastic. And it's something that every person has their own way of, of needing to do things. 
And so, you know, I'm, I'm fully respectful to anybody who says, you know, they need full structure. Some people need to be told to eat X amount of chicken and X amount mm-hmm. of vegetables every day to mm-hmm. give them that direction. Some people, mm-hmm. like you said, need to be free spirits and just told, okay, if you go in that direction, go off, discover, and you'll be fine. And that works for some people. But yeah. finding that balance. But I, I, I do think, and the reason I mentioned this is that for anyone who's just starting, it's beginning of a new year, there's probably a lot of people who have already, just in the first four weeks of the, the year, been through the motions of, yeah, I'm going to lose weight. And then already that feeling of motivation come crashing down. Up, oh, no it's not going to work. And I do believe it can work for everybody, but it's finding that way that works for you and being realistic about it as well, which it sounds as though you had to have a talk with yourself, Jen, to, to really understand yourself and understand what was going to work for you. Oh, absolutely. The, the amount of talks I've had with myself over this. And like I say, because of the work that I do and, and what I, I believe that I know about the way the mind works and personal development and all of those things, it was so frustrating to me to not be able to to land on the thing. I'm like, I'm, I, I like, I'm better than this. If you know, for want of a better phrase, and we all are. We do not deserve to be having these struggles with ourselves about our body and how, you know, so and so has lost weight on this plan. I should do that. And like, when you said like people in January going through the motions and probably have have tried and failed already, and many people will. Um, that was me but quite honestly by this point in January like the end of the month I probably would have tried and failed like two or three times at some sort of attempt at doing something it would have been on my mind all the time and that's how badly I wanted it and I didn't realize that it was just my adherence to a, a program or process that was really the biggest thing that was getting in the way because of my thinking around it I think it's important what you've just said there about you know you may have tried and failed multiple times and and for anyone that's listening to this and has been through that you can still do it and and I think it's important to to remind yourself of that you can do it but you probably just need to tweak a few things and maybe not approach it in the same way that you know someone who has approached it and it was successful for because everybody's individual everyone's different and not only that I always think February is an easier month to lose weight than January and I'll explain why and you can tell me if you agree or not. But I think that in January, there's still a few chocolates and stuff in the cupboards from Christmas left over that, you know, mm-hmm. that make themselves known. There's also that pressure of new year, new me and that expectation. And also in the back yeah. of your mind, the fact that most people don't really believe New Year's resolutions work. So it's almost mm-hmm. as though you're setting yourself up for something you don't truly believe in, but have just said it for the sake of it. Whereas now that's done and out the way. I think people can start February and say, okay, what can I do that's going to take me one step closer? Instead of thinking about something that's going to have to be for a whole lifetime, what small things can I change and what can I do? And I'd love to hear more about your journey, actually, Jen, in terms of what changes you made. And apart from just joining Slimming World, what what were some of those changes or or maybe the benefits that you saw from joining? I think it's important to say that the that Slimming World was just the the thing that I chose to do. I could have had, the, I 100% believe I could have had this level of success with Weight Watchers. There's so many different approaches that you can take in terms of how you how you do the food part of it. But how I did the, the mindset part of it was really what set me up to, to being able to do this differently. 
in terms of food and eating is I have a pretty set routine where I will buy the same kinds of things every week because it just eliminates that overwhelm and I will vary a couple of different things but it's usually kind of the same recipes maybe on different days and things and it just stops all the the thinking because I know that when I have to really sit and think about it or if I don't make decisions or I don't have something that I can kind of rely on or default back into I then have to think about what I have for every meal and I have to think about like what's next and that just puts me into a state of overwhelm and I haven't got time for that so like I'm, I make things as simple as possible um, and it, it took me about four or six weeks to really get into the swing of like you know this this is kind of this is the structure of Slimming World and this is what to do and then on on Wednesday my non-negotiable is that I will go to the group I will get on the scales I will talk to everyone. I look forward to the the point where my consultant says, tell us about your week, Jen. And I, I just get to have that accountability aspect. Having someone to check back in with every week has been the game changer for me. Having that accountability, being able to say, like, I've had a really crap week this week and, and like, it just felt like it it went wrong. And listening to people's support and everything and, and making friends in the group and all of that, like, that's the the biggest thing it's been the, the biggest change no matter what happens in my life on a Wednesday between five and six o'clock I know where I'm going to be and I know that I will always stay and I know that I will go away from that group having got what I needed for me for my emotions for my mindset for my head for my doubts my fears my celebrations all of it I just check back in and have that sometimes I wish the group was longer because you know, like you and I were saying just before we started to record, the accountability and, and the, the the like real depth of the work that you can do and you can really talk about how you've been feeling and, and start to, to figure things out is invaluable. And of course, I'm going to say that as a coach because I know the power of coaching and working with people, but it really, having that has been the biggest game changer for me. And I 100% agree with you. And I guess in some senses, hope to bring that or give people the opportunity if they don't go to a group with this podcast mm-hmm. to be able to yeah. hear other people. And although it, a podcast is about listening instead of talking, by hearing other people's stories, it can kind of push you to that accountability because yeah. I think just by hearing somebody else who's doing something that you want to achieve can just give you that nudge sometimes and that reminder of why you're doing it and a reminder of it. Sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's bloody hard, but it's possible. And so the thing you've mentioned there about accountability and having the session, obviously some people are going to be losing weight on their own and and don't have that group. And Mm -hmm. I really believe along with you, Jen, that having that accountability, having someone to talk to about your journey is so important. And mm-hmm. I, I guess if there's nobody in your immediate circle of friends or family, or perhaps I know for a lot of people, you'd rather not talk to your friends and family about your weight loss journey because it's a bit too close to home. Come to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast tribe and, and join our Facebook group because it's full of people there who are supporting each other. But I think that it's so important to have that support network around you because you can't just rely on your own motivation to get you there 100% of the time. And it's really interesting, actually, you say that. I would say, in terms of speaking to other people about it, be be very cautious about who you want to talk to about your weight loss journey because 
people who don't get it, people who've never had, you know, quote unquote, a weight problem or people who um, believe that all you need to do is cut out carbs and, um, you know, or drink a, one green juice a day. Like people have done all sorts of fads and people have different beliefs. And if someone doesn't agree with your approach and your process and doesn't really understand it, it can do a lot more harm than good to have a conversation with them about it and, and look to them for support. So absolutely find find someone that start with Instagram. There are so many different accounts. Like if people follow your page, you know, I would say look for an accountability buddy. Look for someone who you can just team up with and have a chat about. And like, do you want to just check in every couple of days and see how you're doing? And, you know, I'll support you and you support me. Like there's always a friend that you can make there. If, if you're looking for someone like that, guarantee there, there will be 100 people who are looking for the same thing. And another thing that I will say to do, and maybe not that many people would think to do this, but just keep accountability with yourself as well. Um, and I do that with journaling. I grab a, a pen and paper and I'm a big fan of this because it's, it's part of the mindset work that I've always done. Um, but just really get it out on paper, like, how, like, dear diary, how am I feeling today? And go to town with that and, and just ask yourself, like, how do I feel about this? Where am I struggling? Like, what am I proud of myself for? Like, really just kind of dig a bit deep into that and you will find that you you can have a really nourishing conversation with yourself that just keeps you, I don't want to say motivated because I think motivation's a bit of a sticky point, but I would say inspired, inspired to keep going. And it, it like just, it's really important to, when you're on a journey like this, to build trust with yourself that's something I've really really learned I had broken trust with myself so many times I can't tell you because of all the times that I've tried to do something and failed or tried to do something and then forgot that I was about to try and do something and, and failed before I started I've done that so many times that I really needed to build up that relationship with myself again where I was like no actually I can do this and I am doing this and look I've stuck to this for a week and I've stuck to and now it's like I've done this for six months and I, it's not like I'm exhausted by it because I used to just go until I felt exhausted, which would be really quickly because my mind was saying, you're not going to be able to do this. You're not going to be able to see this through. This is going to be another diet that you thought it's going to be another fad that you like are, are embarrassed to talk about with people when they ask you how you're doing with it. So having that accountability with yourself and building that relationship with yourself is so important. Thank you for sharing that. I, I we, we are, completely aligned in that and this is why I knew it was going to be such a good conversation because although I, I'm not a coach you know that I'm, I'm passionate about mindset and and that mm -hmm. side of a weight loss journey which is you know part of the reason you you reached out to me and we, we started talking in the first place mm -hmm. and I think there are so many tools that people can take advantage of and when I say tools that they're, they're things just just by thinking in a different way like you mentioned just now journaling is you know you, you can write whatever you want and then you can burn it, shred it. No one else has to ever see it, but it's such a powerful way of offloading what's on your mind and helping to understand your own journey and yourself in a way that you may not have ever tried before, that it can, it can remove that feeling of being overwhelmed. I mean, the, the, the greatest relationship, the deepest relationship you'll ever have with anyone is the one that you have with you. And it, it's quite corny, it's cliche, but it's true. And if you don't really know yourself that well and you don't give yourself the opportunity to like build that self-trust and like, I mean, how many times a day do people 
put themselves down or say something negative or just go into that default mode of I can't do this and like here we go again and how many times do people build themselves up and say like I'm proud of what I did today and like I'm really making progress with this if you look at the two that they're, they're massively different and then we wonder why we just look to to food as a bit of comfort when we're so hard on ourselves all the time and it like it really does like the further down you, like the, this journey you go and I'm sure probably many of your other guests will, will say the same thing the more you get to know yourself and the more you can surprise yourself and the more you start to really build that trust with yourself as well where it's like I feel like I can do anything now as well Jenna I, I want to because all the time you were talking about that I'm agreeing with you but I also think for some people who have a particularly bad relationship with themselves with their weight and just in a, a maybe not in a very happy place at the moment the idea of getting to know yourself at the surface might sound like a terrible thing because for a lot of people unfortunately you have feelings of self-loathing hating yourself not feeling worthy so the idea of getting to know yourself better can sound like quite a bad thing and counterproductive if you don't have that good relationship with yourself or you don't particularly like yourself mm-hmm. what advice and I guess I'm going to lean in a bit more on the fact that you are a coach what advice could you maybe give anybody who is listening wants to lose weight has maybe failed previous attempts and feels like they're getting in the way of themselves because of that feeling they have about who they are you know the the it's not going to be the easiest thing to do but the, the the most transformational thing that someone in that instance can probably do is next time you feel like that you've got that compulsion to run towards like the fridge or you want to reach for the food or you want to like n- like numb yourself out or you know whatever your habit or pattern is is just to take a couple of minutes and just notice what comes up and people are usually like flabbergasted when that happens it's not comfortable it's not easy it's not pretty it's not fun sometimes it can be like oh my god this is I will do anything to avoid feeling this feeling and sometimes the easiest thing and the best thing overall to do is just to like dive straight in at, at the deep end with that and just ask yourself like what am I actually hungry for what do I what am I missing in my life? Like, what what is it that I'm feeling? If, if I could be doing anything different, what would it be? And you'll have an answer. And most of us spend our entire lives, I believe, trying to avoid that feeling. And can you imagine how much food or drugs or like spending money or like addictive behaviours people will get into by trying to avoid that minute or two of just being present with themselves and feeling into that? And it can be really difficult to do, but those two minutes could potentially change the trajectory of the rest of your life. So I would, I would really, I would actually really advise people if you feel like you're avoiding yourself and like it's really uncomfortable and you don't want to do that, I would say you'd need to do it today more than most and do it and you'll be shocked and it will change potentially the rest of your life. I'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent here. Not so much a tangent, but I'm going to just play a game of what if for a second. Okay. 
what if, and it's not even really a game, so I don't know why I called it that. I, I just, just a thought that occurred to me that I want to share. But what if the click, the thing that has that sudden power over somebody to go from failing time after time of trying to lose weight to all of a sudden being empowered to doing it, something that clicks inside of them, but no one can really explain what it is or why it happens. What if that click comes from you taking that brave step of challenging yourself to just sit there with a feeling instead of grabbing the biscuits or going into the fridge? Imagine imagine if that could have such a powerful impact on your life in terms of your weight loss journey just by instead of going and opening the fridge door, sitting down somewhere and thinking about how you feel. Because from what you've just described, Jen, it sounds like an extremely powerful tool and something that I know a lot of coaches recommend and you do for all various types of, of goals and objectives you have. But imagine if that was the click. Wouldn't it be nice? Maybe it's that simple. And as well, as you're speaking, you just you've reminded me of something that has got nothing to do with what we're talking about really, but I used to believe limiting beliefs and our subconscious beliefs and everything we we think is so powerful, right? And I I used to think certain things about my business and about making money and that I needed to have this big click and this massive breakthrough before I could get to a certain level of income. And (laughs) I remember speaking to a coach about it and she was like, you've been waiting for years for this massive breakthrough and you're so frustrated because it hasn't happened and you're searching for it and you're investing in working with different coaches to look for it and all this stuff. And she's like, maybe you never needed that breakthrough. Maybe the problem is that you're telling yourself that it's outside of you and you need to have this massive breakthrough and you're searching for this thing that doesn't need to happen. And I was like, oh, she's right. And that that month was the first month that I hit the goal, I hit the income goal. And I was like, wow. And sometimes I'm like, was what she said to me, was that the breakthrough? You know, like, so there really was a breakthrough. And maybe maybe I never needed to have one. But it, I mean, it doesn't really matter. But the, the point is, sometimes your perception will shift. And it will shift so powerfully that you can just never go back. And if you allow yourself to believe that, this is really something that you can do and you can have and you can achieve rather than maybe one day something will kind of like magically figure itself out for me, then you're so much closer to having it because you already believe it's in your grasp. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. And and it was mm-hmm. very well explained and, and, I'm not going to even add to that because I think you did, you you've said everything that needed to be said there. I think it's amazing, and this click and, and like you said, but the principles that you just discussed in your business and you almost being in in the way of yourself there, you could yeah. just very easily apply exactly that same thinking to weight loss. I think just before we finish this episode, I, I wanted to ask: Do you have? Any other specific advice that you would give anybody who's on a weight loss journey? One of the things that actually really, really helped me, um, and definitely a lot of this came from listening to people who you were interviewing on your podcast, was um, just because you tried something once and it didn't work does not mean it won't work for you if you try it again. 
And I was like, Slimmy World, done that. Um, you know, bit of mindset work, done that. Bit of manifestation work, done that. Weight Watchers, done that. Calorie counting, done that. Doesn't work. There's something clearly wrong with me. And actually, the, the person that I was approaching all of these things from was the girl who was looking for a quick fix. And when I approached them from a different perspective and chose the thing that I was going to utilise, which is Slimming World in this case, it just all became so much clearer and it did kind of click into place because I was a different person going into it so really take a look at you know the stories you're telling yourself and the way that you're approaching um things that you've maybe done before and take a look at what you're saying to yourself in terms of I can't do that because I've already failed and just keep revisiting that and maybe you will find that actually you come up with a bit of a different identity in the process. And maybe I can be the person who doesn't fail at this. Maybe I can be the person who sees it through. I was so inspired by people who were saying, I've joined Slimming World again. And I'm like, oh, so it's okay to join for the 15th time. And then the 15th time is successful when times number one, two, three, four, all the way to 14 didn't work. And I don't think I would have joined and felt okay about joining and really believed it was possible for me if I hadn't heard people say like there's no shame in it just just keep going until something changes for you I think that's fantastic and and thank you so much Jen because just just to close on that I think it doesn't matter how many attempts it takes because every single time that you attempt that you're coming from a slightly different point in your life things happen in between those you may have a different attitude to, to the previous time you tried it different circumstances and and we're constantly evolving and changing as people so the person who tries the next attempt is not the same person who tried the previous one and so from mm -hmm. what I understand what you've just said as well there is no shame in it and it's actually a very courageous and brave thing to do to say actually no okay it hasn't worked out but I'm gonna go again and like yeah. you said as well, there are many people who share success stories and, and are proof that these methods work. And we, I always talk about the, the, the method itself being the, the tool, the process, which is if you follow it to the letter, you will get the expected results. But there are so many things to do with mindset that, that don't get worked on that need to be given more thought and feeling. And what I'd like to suggest is that for anyone who's listened to today, been interested and fascinated like I have with, with the things Jen has explained then how can we find out more about you Jen and, and perhaps hear more about your journey and the work you do yeah sure so um they can find me on Instagram I feel like everyone's on Instagram and then I also have a podcast which is called the mindset money and manifestations podcast and that is it's mainly for people who are in business but honestly there's so much of my story in there and it, it, it's meant to be helpful to everybody so um people can find that on in the usual places um and by all means like send me a message on instagram and talk like it's, it's my favorite thing to do when i've when i've recorded a podcast of episode of my own to respond to people who take the time to send a dm it's like it's so rewarding um but i will always 
come back and say hi if you've got any questions and I haven't really spoken to anyone about my weight loss journey yet apart from on here but you and I have made a commitment Carl like you'll be coming on for my podcast at some point as well and I'm very much looking forward to it and and having having listened to to quite a few episodes now of your podcast I, I highly recommend it to everybody because I, I think Jen maybe is selling herself a little short here because okay the main focus may not be on weight loss but what I will say is that the things you talk about, the mindset approach, being kind to yourself in general, it's just inspiring. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a weight loss podcast to help people on a weight loss journey, because I think there's so many similarities between what you've described today about money mindset manifestation. I think it can be applied equally to weight loss and could help a lot of people. So definitely go and have a listen to Jen there podcast it's underscore jennifer grace underscore and i'll put all the links in the show notes there so you can find her on instagram there's links to her podcast and as she said herself send her a message say hello i'm sure she'd love to hear from you <laughs> thank you so much jen for being on the podcast with me today and thank you for being our latest weight loss warrior i wish you all the best and we will definitely be in touch because as you said i can't wait to come onto your podcast take care of yourself Thank you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new Weight Loss Warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.